welcome everybody to the Detectress on the Detectress. We're here today. I'm here again with my co-host Carl. Carl, how are you doing? Are you so ready? I am. I'm ready and wo- ready and whirring. Ready and roaring. Yes. Raring to go. You're ready for I anything, am. aren't you, Carl? I know yeah, you. I and am. we're not alone today. Today we are joined by our third lovely guest on rotation. We have got Emma on the line. Em love old stuff. How are you doing, Emma? Hey, yeah, all good. Thanks for having me. Excited to get chatting. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on and have you on again since it seems so long now ago that we spoke on the main episode. That was like at least a month ago, right? That's a long time. (laughs) It was. I've been out in the field since and I've had people saying, oh, I listen to your podcast. So people have been listening, yeah. Ah, good. Yeah, the listener numbers are going up in um, 20 countries now. So we're all all over the world. Denmark's the latest country to join us. And it's it's fascinating. Yeah, because I see people like joining up to the Instagram and then I can see all the wonderful stuff they're finding in their countries. And it's it's really interesting, I have to say. And uh, we're all sporting. So we always go through what we're wearing on every episode so i've got my merch my podcast hoodie today which is nice nice and warm so it's a wee bit chilly and emma i can see you've got your xp t-shirt on yeah this week i'm ripping xp metal detectors got that's who i you know i i that's my detector so i thought you know start off strong repping my brand or <laughs> repping my machine so yeah <laughs> so um emma What's your history then with the detectress? Did you watch it all first time round or is this new to you now? It's not new to me. I did watch it when it first came around um, and that was the one and only time I did watch it. So, you know, kind of watched it all come out and sort of then let it be and it's had its time and now... I'm actually enjoying re-watching it because now I'm seeing parts I didn't see beforehand and picking up on little things as there's a a few things that I'm going to bring up today um, which have been like, oh, like little moments in it. Um, Mm -hmm. But also with it being so long ago, it's still, some of it is still fresh. Like I can't remember what has happened. So that's quite nice as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm finding the same thing. That's what I was saying um, last couple of episodes. I've got memory like a sieve anyway, so I can't really <laughs> remember the storyline. But yeah, just watching watching it now that I am a detectorist, it's so much fun. Really, really enjoying it. And then, Carl, your this is like your favourite go to show, isn't it? You like to watch. Yeah, I think I'm watching it this time. I think I'm probably on my fifth or sixth. Round. Wow! Yeah, it's it's one of them. Like, if if I've got nothing to watch, so this episode, then episode three of season one, is titled "Buried," and it was first aired on the sixteenth of October, twenty fourteen on BBC oh. Four, so I still can't get over the fact that, that long ago. I, I didn't, know. you know what, I was like, oh, it's only a few years. And <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Time flies. Um, so the, uh, yeah, this episode starts off, and of course it always starts with Lance and Andy detecting. And um, I was quite intrigued actually, and pleased to see that the, the weather wasn't so grand at the beginning of this episode. It looked a bit colder and it was in fact raining and they had their coats on and it's grey skies. And then Andy gets his uh, his signal of the day 
And I couldn't stop mm. laughing when he dug up what it was. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my so goodness. Good. <laughs> the embarrassment as he throws it away as well without saying anything. Dark humour, yeah. So, of course, he, he digs up something. He's, he's wiping the dirt away. And I'm thinking, oh, what's that going to be then? And then, yeah. yes, it's a Jim will fix it for me badge. <laughs> yeah. And we all know, we all know that. The, the, what that has uh, the connotations that has and we're you know we're just like oh yeah it's rubbish <laughs> it's the worst kind of rubbish unclean unclean so he does the the only thing he can do and the right thing he lobs it in the nearest bush doesn't he <laughs> yeah uh, and then Lance asks him what he's got he's like nothing absolutely nothing <laughs> oh dear and then uh, we, we pop off we get the lovely titles so we hear our wonderful soundtrack again by Johnny Flynn, who we will see later on in the episode, won't we? Yes, yeah. beautiful man. Yeah, and that is what I was. I've I've written that in big writing. Easter egg, <laughs> uh, Easter egg. We love Easter eggs, and there's way more than I thought in the show. Actually, now we're going through it. Yeah, again. there are. It's fantastic the the level of detail. Um, and then we switch, and uh, it seems a bit sunnier now. And I notice Lance has got his shades on, and he's pouring a cup of coffee. Um, and Andy's getting a, a bit frustrated about their lack of progress on the on the permission, isn't he? I think that's like one of the main things he says, like, oh, I don't know if we're even in the right field. And that is when you have so much land or like when you're going on rallies or if you've got permission that has loads of land, I think we all have that thought. Is it even in this field? Like you just yeah. know you could be in a field that's had no activity and the field next to it, that was the path to the medieval village or something. So yeah. we've all had that thought at some point. I'm I'm sure of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's so strange how like two adjoining fields can be completely different. Yeah, you've just got no clue, have you? Because even the oldest maps no. that we can refer to, I think it goes back to what, 1860 or something, the one I can look at around my area and footpaths. And then, of course, there's so much before then, isn't there? You just have no idea until you discover it for yourself what's there. Yeah, yeah. so he's, uh, he's having a bit of chat, isn't he, with Lance, and Lance is telling him to keep it down. And then Andy's jumping <laughs> up and down sort of saying, well, the fields aren't fun, so he starts screaming out about it, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, dear. And then, um, yeah, Andy gets a little signal, digs it very quickly, and it's a it's a twenty pence piece, <laughs> and we all get that kind of feeling, don't we? We sort of find a coin, it's a modern coin, and then you're like, well, oh, it's a spendable, isn't it? <laughs> yep. That's it. Which leads beautifully into the next scene. Exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say the same. The the, the, the spending it and uh, all the all the pile of mud just left on the pub bar and the barman yeah. just being. Uh, not amused at the amount of change that's being ha handed over. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, isn't it? You get the feeling that that, that pub landlord there with all those detectives around is probably quite used to it by now, isn't he? <laughs> Receiving yeah. some coins and a load of dirt. Um, hey, if it pays his bills. Exactly. All goes the same yeah. way, doesn't it? Can't, yep, can't turn his nose off, but it. <laughs> So yeah, we're uh, we're in the pub, as Emma says, and there's uh, Andy's getting a couple of pints in, isn't he? And I miss those, I miss those glasses. You know, the sort of tankard glass with the handles rather than. Oh, do you not? 
Can you not get them no, down here? Where? Not down here. Oh, no. see, we, we still have them up here. Oh, it yeah. always makes a pint taste better in a barrel glass. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't have them much down here. And especially in oh. London, like there's no, there's standard pint pint glasses. So, yeah. 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 Oh, that's a shame. Standard pint glasses, and then you have to get a mortgage to get a pint. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. eight pounds yeah. a in pint the... the other day in the pub I was in. I was like, eight pounds <laughs> to peel in me the off city. the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seem far more expensive than that and it's like wow <laughs> oh dear um so yeah they they sit down and and this is a funny bit sandy's uh, a bit hungry isn't he so he's munching down on uh, a packet of uh scratchings pork scratchings pork scratchings i mean come on really did he think those were vegetarian <laughs> did the hairs not give it away <laughs> you get a hairy pork scratching Ooh. um yeah um only only when i'm desperate will i have some pork scratchings myself today oh, they're a delicacy are they no no. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm up here. <laughs> My mum loves them, but there's even just the smell is enough to make me like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you find one that's crunchy and then one that's soft at the same time, Ooh. it's like a double whammy of a winner. <laughs> no, no. I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same, Emma, same. Um, so, yeah, Lance explains to Andy that he's actually chowing down on some uh, deep fried pig skin to which Andy didn't know which was quite funny I did enjoy that moment um, and then they're chatting aren't they they're talking about Thursday coming and the uh, the band night and Lance's big performance and uh, he still can't perform I like the next bit like standing up can he so he's talking about yeah. this can be his gimmick right yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I love the little like Nick Drake reference as well because he just brings it all back to like the the whole folk music scene and the everything that kind of goes hand in hand with metal detecting. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then the antique researchers show up, don't they? Simon and Garfunkel, and they're they're shouting about they're sticking their nose in uh, Lance and Andy's business, saying they know that some items have been found up at Bishop's farm. Hmm. Yep. I wonder how they could know about that, eh? Mm, I wonder. Did the field get bugged? <laughs> Did the field get bugged? Yeah. I was like, hmm, something dodgy going on here. Um, so yeah, they're shouting about it and saying the responsible thing to do, and you've got 14 days to report it under the Treasure Act. And then Paul, we now know that one of them's called Paul, um, says, "Well, you've got 12 days now." Uh, and then, of course, Lance and uh, Simon and Garfunkel um, start talking and shouting, and they say, "You know, it's Lance always wants to get the last word." And they, <laughs> that's and, the bit I love. Oh, the, yeah. the pause as they're leaving, <laughs> literally left the building no <laughs> just as the door shutting yeah yeah I love it I love Lance's uh, pettiness he does it really well um, it's really clever it's really clever <laughs> um, and so then they think oh, oh what are we going to do we need to act quickly so they're talking about they need the full might of the DMDC all seven of them. <laughs> so they, they they need the help of the club, don't they, to try and protect what they've got going on down at Bishop's Farm. So then they go to Terry's house. Yes, exactly. And I love Terry's house. 
Batty yeah. Sheila dancing away to oh, the weird music. I love it. She's like all trippy in her own little world, isn't she? And then she starts, um, well, you see Terry, first of all, and I was eyeing up on his desk where he was cleaning up his, his finds and stuff and his little treasure drawers and things. And I was like, oh, yeah, very good. And we see him inspecting a hammered coin, isn't he? Yeah. So that's nice to see. And then Sheila, <laughs> with her eyes closed, looking up, she's going, I can see people coming. <laughs> There's one short one and one big one. And uh, Terry's going, what? <laughs> and then the doorbell rings. And it was only at that moment when the doorbell rung that I realised she had her eyes closed, didn't she? So she wasn't looking yeah. anywhere to see they were coming. I've got some strange sixth sense. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to work that out as well as I'm watching it. I'm like... I- because I've watched the episode yesterday and today. So I was re-watching that bit like, is there a mirror in the room? Is she facing a window? Is there some sort of reflection? And it's like, it generally seems that she is some sort of psychic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's ever explained about it either, is it? It's just kind of, it's just thrown <laughs> in there and we expect, we're expecting to understand it. Yeah, exactly. Psychic Sheila, we love her. Uh, so the doorbell goes and... <laughs> She's right enough. There is a, a big one and a short one. And, of course, it's uh, Lance and Andy, and they've come round to Terry to sort of fess up a little bit in terms of what they've got going down on down at Bishop's Farm and to, to get his assistance and help, don't they? So, um, first of all, they're asking Terry what he's up to, and I love this as well, this part. <laughs> the writing's fantastic. And Terry explains he's doing a bit of reordering. We all do it with our finance cabinets. But he's decided to order by a denomination instead of date order. But obviously, ordered chronologically. Obviously, in domination. <laughs> and they all chuckle. They're like, obviously. And I was thinking, you know what? That's that's a chat we would have, right? We would do the same thing. We'd be like, of course, yeah. chronologically as well. Yeah. It's like... And Andy gives a smile as well that's kind of like it doesn't seem like it's a scripted smile. It's like it's like one of them like it's an accidental yeah. one. Yeah. It's like such an honest yeah. smile. Like yeah. a little cheeky yeah. <laughs> a knowing chuckle. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So yeah, what do you reckon when cuz it was a bit shifty in the last episode. We thought that Lance might have been being a bit shifty when um you know, he saw the bits and pieces that Bishop's, Bishop was showing them and say, and he was like, oh, you know, it's probably brass and all the rest of it. And mm-hmm. then you sort of left the end yeah. of that episode and that's kind of covered his back, hadn't he, saying, it's not us, We didn't. I don't need to report nothing, we'll just report it if we do find it. So then he's kind of, in my mind, it's kind of making it all right again, isn't he? Because he's telling, you know, the president of the club what's going on and sort of engages him for his help. So I felt a bit more confident in Lance and his tactics here. Um, so he's like... Um, I, still, I still disappeived of it a little bit, just because yeah. he like, wasn't telling the landowner what he actually had, but... Yes, that's true. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Terry's not going to pipe up too much because now Terry is really excited, isn't he? Because like, he can go back <laughs> He wants to, his... to get down there. <laughs> he wants to get down there. Yeah. <laughs> but not necessarily for the gold. He's on his side mission, isn't he? He wants to prove about this wife and what happened to the wife. His wife, yeah. yeah. So he's dead excited. So yeah, they um it's really funny, they agree that they'll get down there and um it was really funny when they're like, There's no time to lose and he's like, But not tomorrow. Let's get down there as soon as possible. <laughs> 
And then they literally all go through their calendars in their brains, aren't they? And they're like, not tomorrow, I've got an essay. And then we can't because we're practicing for the gig. And then it's the gig. And then they're like, okay, yeah, in like four or five days' time, we can get down there as soon as possible. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Emma, do you want to lead in what lo- with what lovely Sheila brings in for the first time we see people consuming? <laughs> <laughs> well, the the funny part is as well, when they first arrive at Terry's house, they're offered some lovely lemonade and everyone declines at that point. And yes. uh, Terry sort of flashes the look, doesn't he? Like, please, please just... And <laughs> Sheila, <laughs> Sheila says, you know, it's fresh. So everyone sort of goes, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll have some lemonade. So then, you know, this conversation in, happens and eventually Sheila comes back with the lemonade and um, everybody tries it, and the reactions are just how I would imagine my my own reaction to having strong lemonade. You know that mm. the eye goes and oh sour. Your teeth, teeth curl. I think there are a few people disapproving of how strong that lemonade is. <laughs> Certainly fresh. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah, you can only imagine and we've all done it before, haven't we? And I can feel my face going in on itself now just thinking about it. Um but yeah, the way Mackenzie Crocker when he's doing his acting of drinking the lemonade and his eyes shut, isn't it? And he has to like prize yeah. his own eye open. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good, but they all know for this for Terry's sake as well. You've got to say, mmm, lovely lemonade. Delicious. So, yeah, she does. Uh, feelings are saved, and she's dead pleased with herself, isn't she? Bless her. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, we go off, and we're in a new scene, and um, the boys are practicing in Lance's flat, aren't they? Uh, the song ready for That's it. We hear a preview of, mm. um, of New Age Girl. New Age Girl, yes. exactly. And uh, Andy's standing over Lance. Lance, of course, is sat cross-legged on his pillow because he can't possibly stand. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, Andy's really trying to sort of harmonise with the guitar, isn't he, with Lance? And Lance is all discouraged and saying he doesn't think it's a good idea. And Andy's Andy's like, oh, I'm really looking forward. (laughs) So is Becky. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cut to the next scene. Please don't come, Becky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so funny I mean how many times we've we done stuff like that to protect our friends and family's feelings and then he's literally there his head in, in Becky's lap isn't he going please I know he's like I don't want you to come and Becky's like I'll try not to have my feelings hurt by that but can you explain <laughs> to which he does and it's uh, yeah I think he's in fear isn't he this point I feel like this is the point in this this episode where it's like it's it's taken a completely different turn isn't it it's like it's soon to get quite serious and slight change of of tone before it then changes again at the end so it's um yeah it then what brings the detectorist you know we do have a personal life we have lives outside detecting as well so it's like got that little bit going on in that backstory almost as well yeah yeah the seriousness of it and i missed out actually um just before that, you see Lance going into Maggie's crystal shop again because he's so, <laughs> yeah. so painfully still in love with his ex-wife, isn't he? And he's taking that record back <laughs> just as another excuse to see her and make sure she's going to the gig. And her and um, her bloke are obviously up to up to something yeah. in the back. 
horizontal dancing in the back. She comes out she readjusting does. her dress. Exactly. Just moving boxes. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Just moving boxes. And then Tony pokes his head out and he's like, oh, you need to come and help me finish rearranging the boxes. Just all goes over Lance's head, doesn't it? Because he's just so like broken hearted. And yeah, so he's just like, oh. And she even asks him to put the clothes sign over the door as he goes and he happily trots off. <laughs> and puts the clothes sign on. So yeah, this is like, yeah, it's all downhill from here, isn't it? And uh, yeah, back to where Andy's taken yeah. uh, Becky a, a bottle of wine, hasn't he, to try and ensure she stays at home and, and doesn't go anywhere <laughs> and certainly doesn't see the rendition of New Age Girl. Um, so yeah, at that point she kind of agrees, doesn't she? She's like, "All right, then, as long as I get a, a private show of the song at some point." Uh, to which he says, "Yes, of course." And then we go, and he said, "I'll, I'll do it naked." <laughs> she's yeah, like, she's like, "No thanks, my eyes might burn." <laughs> I do like her character. She's brilliant, isn't she? Absolutely fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. And then we're off to the pub, aren't we? Um, it's already the big night by the looks of things. So um, it's funny, as they walk in, Lance is obviously inquiring if Bex is coming, but Lance has got his little cushion with him, hasn't he? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, bless him. He's even brought his proper cushion with him so it can be comfy. Do we, do we not get to see Becky with the pregnancy test? It's before, kind of, yeah, it's kind of mixed within... So it sort of flips back and forth between the pub and yeah. what she's doing at home, yeah. But mm. um, yeah, they're sort of settling down. You're right, Carl. Do you want to go through what's happening at home? Yeah. So obviously, he gets the um, he gives her the bottle of wine and she's sitting there and she pours a glass, but then she's like, she's just about to drink it and you just see her walk off into the kitchen in a bag and you see her pull out the pregnancy test and then it kind of like cuts back again back into the pub so you like you think she's going to take it but you don't actually know if she's going to or not mm, yeah <laughs> exactly you're not quite sure yeah. what's going to happen um and then back in the pub they notice that simon and garfunkel have come in uh so <laughs> lance and andy you can imagine they'll be painfully embarrassed to do their song in front of those guys right this is so funny the way this is all set up um so they decide jointly, don't they? They're not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> not in front of the whole antic researchers because they realise it's their uh, meeting night, don't they? Just down the road. So they've come in afterwards to grab some drinks and see the music. And yeah, wow, yeah. no, not going to perform now. All, all four of them. <laughs> exactly. So Andy goes up to the bar and then um, Sophie suddenly appears, doesn't she? Um, and it's quite funny because it, then it, it flips back and he's obviously like throwing shade at the antics he showed to guys and they're all head-to-toe camouflage, aren't they? Which really <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's chatting on Sophie and she's like, where are you sat? And he's like, I'll get you a drink. And uh, he goes down with his two two pipes to where he thinks he's going to just see Lance and Sophie, right? <laughs> but Lance has already confessed he had posted about it on Facebook. Yeah. And then when he goes down the steps, the whole club is there <laughs> waiting. That's actually the first time that you get a bit suspicious of Sophie as well because she comes in and she says hello, mm. but she says it past Lance and Andy. Uh... But they don't realise that 
she's saying it to the antique researchers at the other side of the bar. And mm. then Andy says, oh, who are you saying hello to? And she said, oh, you, obviously. <laughs> That's when al- alarm bells start ringing that she actually isn't as innocent as she, she may appear to be. Mm. Good catch, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we saw this Potentially coming. for people who haven't seen <laughs> it. Yeah, he's just raised suspicion in me, that's all. It has raised suspicion. And also <clears throat> yeah. because he was going, oh, you saw Lance's message on Facebook. And she was like, did I? And he's like, yeah, about the... Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, I did. Same yeah. thing. I was like, hmm, not sure. Not sure what's going on Suspicious. here. Suspicious. Mm. Mm. Exactly. So, yeah, Andy goes down and then uh, Lance confesses, yeah, definitely, definitely put it on Facebook because everyone's there to see them. So they've got no choice now. They've got to go through with it, haven't they? They've got to perform. This is the next part is when I also really relate to Sheila. Like, you know, they... Um, there's a, there's the awkward conversation <laughs> about the theme of the song and um, sort of it being batted off that it's about the ex-wife and then it's like suddenly, oh, get the drinks in and Sheila's like, I will have a pina colada. The pina colada is a drink I absolutely <laughs> love and I'm not a beer person and I'm not a wine person. So, you know, oh, but I know that pubs don't serve mm. that sort of thing. So... For, for him to go back to her and say, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to have that here, but, you know, what would your next choice be? Snowball. Perfect. I love snowballs as well. So that's like, I'm Snowball. feeling Sheila's vibes in this one. <laughs> it is brilliant, isn't it? Snowball is yeah. proper What's Christmas in a snowball? Drink, snowball? Remind me. It's avocado and lemonade, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, and and I I yeah I always put a dash of lime in oh, as well. Wow, yeah, nice. Lime. So I've literally just ordered some of my shoppings. We're going to a Christmas party next week, and I'm in charge of oh, the snowballs. Lovely. <laughs> it's it's basically just like a fizzy eggnog. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. easy to drink then. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> Give you a hangover yeah. if you drink too many. <laughs> awesome. Still not for everybody though, so not you know, not everybody loves mm, them. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to like anything with alcohol in me, so I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> 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 oh dear. So yeah, uh, Sheila puts her order in with Russell, he's getting the round in. So yeah, he's off to try and find her a snowball after all of that. Um, I love, is, it, is that the same scene where um, where Russell's just looks over at Hugh and just say, before Hugh even gets a chance to yes. say, cock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bless Hugh. <laughs> uh, and then we flash back to Becky at home. Um, so she's, yeah, she's gone to do the, the pregnancy test at this point. That's the bit you're referring to, Carl. Um, and it's funny because she sort of puts a the glass of wine down and it's like hmm because she's obviously got suspicions in her mind then she grabs a test yeah. then she does have a big glug of wine because at this point she's not pregnant right so she's like i'm gonna have a last glug and then you see her walk off to go and do the test presumably i'm supposing um and then we come back to the pub and this is where the the band night sort of kicks off and you get introduced to johnny piper and of course we know yeah. johnny piper who is johnny piper yeah he is Mr. Flynn himself. Stage yes. name. Mr. Yeah. Johnny Flynn. Um, so, yeah, he cracks on and starts singing the Detectorist song, doesn't he? And everyone's watching, and it's beautiful. I mean, everyone's just, like, yeah. lost in the magic of his voice. Uh, uh, 
imagine having to follow that at an open mic night. <laughs> I wouldn't even bother. I'd just go on. <laughs> just get on the stage so apologising. You, 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 you've got to, like, you've got to admire um, Andy and Lance for getting up and singing their song after Johnny Flynn's just done his. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That is a hard act to follow. Yes. Um, but it's at this point when he's singing the Detectorist song that you cut back again to Becky, who's sitting down, sort of staring. She's got uh, in, she's got the mm. test and she's looking at the test. So at this point, we don't know what's going on with the test. But then she's looking at the floor and she sees something hanging out of Andy's coat pocket, doesn't she? Yeah. And it's that the beer mat, the beer mat with the number on, and yeah. that sinking feeling. I've had that sinking feeling before. I'm sure a lot of people have. And she's just like, "What is this?" Um, so yeah, she's sort of staring off to the distance, and she's literally got the the beer mat in one hand with the number on, and the pregnancy test in the other. And she's just staring ahead. So we can only conclude one thing, really, can't we? But I'm sure we'll get that <laughs> confirmed later on. Yeah. Uh, back to the pub and it's the end of the Detectorist song and of course there's lots of whooping and cheering and everybody thinks my gosh that was fantastic mm-hmm. and so it's time for Lance and Andy now um, and they, they're going on up and they're in, introduced as Lance Stater and Andy Stone yeah, yeah. So, which I think is really really cool obviously he's got the name of a coin yes I think it's the- and I'm like I like I, Andy's Andy Stone as well because of the both the two things that are coming out of the ground. Yeah. Well, whilst one of them's a precious precious metal, the other one's just a stone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's the first time we hear their full names as well, isn't it, in the show so far? Yeah. So it's very cool. Whenever I hear somebody or see somebody's name on Facebook now, and it's like somebody's stater or you know if if you go to a dig and somebody's called you know simon stater and you're like that's not a real name like you're like that's just a metal detecting name but actually oh you know it is a real name (laughs) Uh, i do i do love all our handles you remember the old cb radios and you have your handle when you talk on the cb radio so we've all got that in our sort of metal detecting chat to on instagram and it's like it's a random name like beeper beeper man or beeper girl (laughs) i don't actually know what your name is (laughs) (laughs) dear beeper girl (laughs) no that's cool so they go up and again lance has got his lovely little cushion and he does this so like Easily, doesn't he? Delicately, he puts it, he puts his cushion on the stool, and then he manages to get on the stool and then balance himself cross-legged on the stool. I know it's it's like he's just floating. It's just so limber. And he that, hops I thought, up oh. like Aladdin on his magic carpet. <laughs> like he's used to it. Like he's way more comfortable on that little cushion than he would have ever been standing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly exactly and then they kick off uh, and it introduces the song and they kick off and and start singing and it's a lovely moment really because you're not quite sure whether it's just going to be a car crash or not but they do a really good job don't they and you see the crowd and everyone's kind of nodding to each other and pleasantly surprised 
Yeah, I think it ends up being a a good good song and a good performance. And you know, you have it afterwards. You have that little jingle, and you like tilt (laughs) and (laughs) whirl. Exactly that. Exactly that. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very poignant, isn't it? And I think everybody knows it's about Maggie. So yeah, everybody takes it on board, and he does a good job. So uh, they get off stage, and yeah, this is this is dodgy, 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 dodgy. So. Goes downhill very quickly. Oh, it does, it does. Uh, there's lots of cheers <clears> to get off stage. Lance offers uh, Andy a whiskey immediately, as any good friend should do after yeah. such a situation. <laughs> does the right thing. Um, and Andy sits down and, of course, Sophie comes in and uh, grabs his hand and does not let go, does she, mm-hmm. when she's chatting to him, cool. saying that was so good. And Andy doesn't, like, pull his hand away, does he? He's just like, ooh. No, he doesn't. No. Uh, he just sort of leaves his hand there. Um, and she's sort of saying it was so good. Um, and then Sophie's being a bit funny, asking about Lance and whether he's got piles. And then he explains that he has to sit cross-legged, so otherwise he can't play. And then Sophie's like, that's brilliant. <laughs> I, do like, I do like the way Sophie comes out and stuff. And then all of a sudden there's a shadow, isn't there? And uh, Sophie yep. sort of looks up and goes, hello. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Becky. Becky's come to the pub just at that moment. Yeah. And like... It's so it's such a moment where because Sophie doesn't know who Becky is yet, so Sophie's all completely innocent and like, oh, who's this lady? Like, someone's come to say hi. Doesn't even know that it's Andy's girlfriend. So awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Andy made even more awkward trying to introduce them to each other <laughs> every time. He forgets who Becky is. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he's so flustered. And he sort of does that, like, whipping his hand away thing. And, you know, Becky's not not simpleton, is she? She can see. She can see what's happening. She can see holding hands yeah. happening as well. Um, so she's like, oh, hello. And Becky's like, hmm, hi. Um, and then she says, yeah, I was, <laughs> you can see Becky's just brilliant when she's in a mood. She's like, yeah, I was bored and that wine was a bit shit. And then uh, what I love is it pans to the club, the rest of the club that sat there and they're all watching it. Yeah, they're all just staring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if there was popcorn, there would be someone eating the popcorn going, whoop. <laughs> it's gonna be good. <laughs> so um Andy you know, obviously gets all his tongue tied and all the rest of it. Because he knows he's in trouble. He already knows he's in trouble, but he offers her a drink. This is Becky and he runs up to the to the bar, but Becky goes, Oh, I just have an orange juice. So again, that's pointing mm-hmm. us, yeah. isn't it? And, yeah. and even when like Andy's really surprised at that moment, it's like, Oh, oh really? Like just like, oh, you're gonna have an orange. You're here, and you're gonna have an orange juice. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's a bit weird. So yeah, anyway, he runs off because he wants to be a good boy at this point and get a juice as quickly as possible. Um, and he goes out to the bar, uh, says to Lance, "Oh, Becky's here," um, and then tries to order the drink. And then Becky's coming back out the way, isn't she? She's walking back past, and she's like, "Actually, I've had a change of heart." <laughs> And off she goes. And you're thinking, oh, that wasn't that wasn't that bad, was it? That was relatively painless. I was calm. And then comes one civilized. <laughs> <laughs> civilized. And then comes one of those fantastic moments. 
And again, I'll proper guffawed out loud at this. <laughs> so Andy sort of grabs what he's got drink-wise and walks around the corner. And again, you get that shot of the club and the club's just all open mouth. They all look shocked and stunned. And you're thinking, what's going on here? And then it pans, doesn't it? Yes. And what state yeah. might you say Sophie is in? How can we describe it? Dripping. <laughs> like what we'd look like if we'd been out maldetecting in the rain. <laughs> that is a good way of putting it. So Sophie is absolutely drenched and uh, she's obviously worn a couple, one if not two, we later find out, three pints over her head. Right. And Becky's yeah. done a right number, hasn't she? Because she's realised this is Sophie. <laughs> you, you, could, you could just like, you, you don't get to see, but you can imagine her just like picking one of the glasses up from in front of someone, yeah. throwing that, then going to the next person, throwing that one, <laughs> and the third one. Yeah. And they're all just sat there watching her do it. Stunned. <laughs> it's the most activity the pub's probably ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, Sophie's just kind of wringing out the front bit of her fringe and just goes, she was nice. <laughs> she's just so mild, mild-mannered, isn't she, Sophie? She's just accepted it and taking it, taking her uh, punishment from Becky. Um, so Andy yeah. realises what happened and he just legs it out the door, doesn't he? He tries to run after Becky and make it right, and she is not happy. Yeah. She storms into a car. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for Andy, does it? Because in you know in Becky's world, she's been uninvited from the from the bash, and then she's found the the beer mat with the number on, and then she's gone to the pub and seen them holding hands, <laughs> yeah. and then here's that Sophie. So yeah, and she's obviously just had some kind of news herself so yeah and she just rips into him telling him he's having a midlife crisis next he'll be buying a motorbike and some leather trousers which i thought was really funny <laughs> i think that the thing that got me there was the immediate cut to the next scene as well where yeah <laughs> where andy's obviously told lance what's happened and they're just immediately discussing so what would you get then <laughs> That's great, isn't it? And it, it's a true mark of what what friendship they have. And that's what we all do, isn't it? We'll tell our best mate, we'll be like, and this happened and this happened. And then you try and find some humour in it, don't you? <laughs> I think he says Kawasaki or something else, but I couldn't catch the name of the other type of bike he would have. Yeah. Yeah. Something else. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're off, they're walking in a field, um, and they're meeting up with Terry, who claims I love Terry, he claims he's a little bit late due to flamenco class. <laughs> so <like>, what <laughs> We all know that's Sheila's idea. <laughs> yeah. She likes to get him dancing, that's for sure. Um so as we said earlier, Terry's got a alternative uh, motive hasn't he yeah he wants to help out with the gold and keeping the antiquity searchers away but he's got one mission and one mission only yeah, he wants to find out to search that mm, exactly exactly yeah. and then he brings out the old walkie talkie yeah I, I was just gonna just hop back to i like the way he's so suspicious about this field he's like why does he not want us to go down there oh, that's obviously where she is and it's like we must start in that other field like <laughs> that, uh, and then you know towards the end we perhaps find out why <laughs> Mm, yeah, we perhaps find out why, but he is a man on a mission. 
Um, so he hands over a, a radio, a walkie-talkie, and explains to Lance and Andy that you have to say over when you're finished talking. <laughs> That's the number one, the number one rule. Um, so yeah, it, they go off. You see Terry marching off in the direction where he's been pointed to, this field where you shouldn't go. And he's decided, hasn't he, Terry, that he'll just plead ignorance should he get caught by Bishop. He'll be like, oh, sorry, I thought I was in the right field. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Um, and then, yeah. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty. He shouldn't do that. Naughty Terry. But yeah, he wants to find the wife. <laughs> So, so, so you, you get the sort of scene, everyone's, it's a lovely little scene, this, isn't it? And they're all sort of walking around and I was just kind of getting the feels going, oh, that looks like a lovely detecting day. Yeah, and you see yeah. Terry finding rappers and all that kind of stuff. And Lance is uh, obviously telling Andy about the latest quiz show he's been frustrated with, hasn't he? And he's talking about how this guy couldn't even get the general knowledge question right. Um, and oh, yeah. What, what was it? Um, why is the national flightless bird of the, um, New Zealand? Something like that. <laughs> and he says, the, the, the champ says a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, no. Lance does not like a, a silly quiz show answer, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, and then you cut back to uh, Terry and... Uh, He's digging a big hole, isn't he? And he's obviously searching for something at the bottom of the hole. It's one of those type of holes yeah. that when you see someone like that, you're thinking, I, I always look over and think, uh-oh, <laughs> what have you got there? You're sort of digging down to a, yeah, okay. a pipe or something. Um, and, yeah, they, they called up Terry and said, yeah, gonna... I always think deep iron. Deep iron, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. So this is this is hilarious as well. Just... The comedy timing, the writing of this. Um, Mackenzie Crook deserves all the awards he got. But yeah, <laughs> Lance calls on the radio, doesn't he? Because he's saying that they're thinking about calling it a day. <laughs> yeah. And then you see, you see Terry just standing there with a serious look on his face, not doing anything. <laughs> and then you realise it's because he's not said, Lance hasn't said over. Yeah. And it cuts back and he just says, over. <laughs> yeah. I love and that. it's a really nice long pause, isn't it? It's a good like 15, 20 yeah. seconds. Fantastic. Um, so he says that, you know, they're thinking about calling it a day. And then Terry says, oh, he's, he's got uh, a target quite big and deep, probably a pipe or a gatepost or something. He's going to check it out anyway. So the boys are like, yeah, all right, we'll call you back in 10 minutes because we're thinking about going to this pub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see, you see, don't you? And I think it, the first time I watched this and this time, when Terry starts slamming his spade into the bottom of the hole, I suddenly thought... Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, you see the boys, Lance and Andy, and they're sort of detecting towards the camera, and then there's a big explosion in the background, isn't there? Boom. Boom. <laughs> you just see this massive cloud of mud. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and bearing in mind they didn't hear the flight pass when the red arrows or whatever went over them. No. So they must have felt it. I did. I don't think they had no. the headphones on at this point. Oh, I, I think they, I think they, they did, were just talking. Yeah. You see Andy and he... Oh, they put them back yeah, on? Yeah, they got them back on. Oh. And Andy kind of takes his headphones off like that and then he turns around and sees the smoke. 
directly see the cloud. And goes, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Perhaps this is why he said not to go down to that field, because they know that there's ordinance there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Only Bishop had said something. And that is the end of the episode. So, yeah. Um, a really exciting episode and where it's uh, quite joyful at the start it really takes a turn doesn't it and there's there's a lot of unresolved mm. bits and pieces going on and, and what's happened to poor old Terry yep cliffhanger if there ever was one <laughs> I know right yes. <laughs> <laughs> and in the olden days in 2014 you actually had to wait a week to find out <laughs> luckily now yeah. you can just press play on the next episode which we will do next week um, so Emma thank you so much for joining us I hope you enjoyed sort of reviewing the ep- episode nice to know you're such a big fan of Sheila and Pina Coladas I will mental note that for any time we go out Pina Colada we must go to a place of Pina Coladas <laughs> I, although I still struggle to get snowballs at pubs as well they they don't often do those either oh really <laughs> well, not, down, not down the south anyway so um, luckily I've learned to like cider so more simple and <laughs> easier to get than a pina colada yeah brilliant brilliant and emma we're gonna uh, see you again aren't we i think you're on episode six of season one am i right yes i think i i don't know how much i don't have the schedule in front of me but yeah in a couple of weeks we're gonna see you in a couple of weeks time but thank you so much Hope you have a lovely week, Carl. I'm very excited. Thanks. Next week, we will be back on with episode four and Ellie, Mr. Tetris. Yes. So I look forward to that. Yep. And dear listener, make sure you're keeping up with Beautiful. us. Give it a watch and then we'll review it all together next week. All right. See you later, guys. Have a nice evening, Thanks. everyone. See you next week. Thanks, Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.